0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm your host, Lisa, the life coach. As always, I am bringing you an amazing coach that you're going to learn so much from. I really enjoyed today's interview. I know I always say that, but it was just so amazing. Um, Raphael is a personal growth and business coach, and he is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I learned so much from speaking with him, so I know that you are going to as well. And so I'm going to just let him do the talking and just jump right in today because there's just so much value and inspiration from the things that that he had to say. So give it a listen. And if it resonates with you, please reach out um, to Raphael because it's going to be life changing for you in all the best ways. So um, check it out and just go out there and live more vibrantly. Hello everyone and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies, the podcast that teaches you about amazing coaches and how they can help you live more vibrantly. Today I have a very special guest because this is actually my first um, male coach that I have interviewed. I didn't mention that to Raphael, but um, I will let Raphael introduce himself to you.
1: Hey Lisa, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I believe you told me that I'm the first Norwegian you met, too. So that's a fun little extra fact.
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we're (laughs) setting a lot of goals checked off here. Male, Norwegian, (laughs) it's great.
1: Perfect, perfect. I'm glad I could be of service in that way, too. So (laughs) (laughs) good start. I think um, really what people should know about me, the basics is I started uh, in 2014. I was classified obese. I was broke. Um, I was a depressed janitor. I had severe social anxiety and I really struggled. I wasn't happy. I uh, even tried to commit suicide when I was younger because I was just not happy in my life. So it was a pretty dark time. And everything changed. It was just one evening I was playing video games, which was my big addiction and my escapism. And I just realized I had enough. So I made a decision to just stop. And uh, I believe I broke my disc for the game I was playing at the time. So that was a good moment. (laughs) And uh, then I just decided to change everything. I started making YouTube videos every day for about six months. Nothing happened, didn't get any clients, no real growth. But then the next six months, I did about 100K. So my first six figures. And the big shift just came from like investing in the business, learning marketing, learning the right skills, and really genuinely just helping people to the best of my ability. I had about a hundred subscribers six months in of posting daily. So not very great results, but I messaged every person and I talked to everybody and I took the time and uh, it really got me some traction starting out and I just reinvested it and and things took off from there. So since then I've coached about 600 clients and logged over 10,000 hours and uh, wow. yeah, it's been kind of a wild ride. I think a hundred million people consume my content across all different platforms. Like we do some writing and podcasts and YouTube and everything like that. So it's it's been a pretty amazing journey so far.
0: Yeah, that that's an amazing amazing story, and I think that that is definitely very good for people to see. You know where you were and how you've been able to you know change that and grow. I think a lot of people are like you know, I will always be anxious. I will always de- be depressed. This is how I am. Um, so I think that that story is is very inspiring. So I thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that that part of your life with us.
1: Thank you for giving the space for me to be able to share. I appreciate that.
0: So I guess that's kind of your story of how maybe how or why you became a coach. So what has it been? that that looks like for you now? Who do you work with and what do you do? So mostly
1: now I work with online entrepreneurs, all kinds of different entrepreneurs. I work with people in real estate. I worked with people that have a dog training business, actually one of the bigger ones in the United States. I work with a lot of online coaches now too. Obviously I've been in this space for a while, so I'm able to help them quite a lot and help them grow. But the way that I structure my programs, Um, it's really one main program that I run. And it's focused on getting the personal development dialed in first. So the psychology, the emotions, really putting somebody in a place where they have the right habits and routines and everything locked in so that achieving their goals is sort of like second nature. It's not something that they have to push themselves to do or use any willpower. It should be sort of automatic and effortless. And almost like you're just, you know, making sure that things go smoothly rather than having to really push and press constantly to try to achieve something. And yeah, we do that through reprogramming the mind first, you know, getting ourselves in a good place, because if you have severe anxiety and you're trying to make YouTube videos, like what I was in the beginning, (laughs) not really going to work that well, you know, you're going to freak out and you're going to start pacing around. My first video is me swearing for about 10 minutes straight and then trying to hide. And it looks super weird. I mean, I look back and I cringe hard. So yeah, that was because of what I was dealing with internally. We fix that first, and then once someone is feeling good, then the strategies and you know promotion and growing and doing everything like that becomes way easier.
0: That so good, amazing. I love that. Like you said, being to that point where it's effortless. That uh, sign me up. I'm not there yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Even I know coaches, coaches
0: need things. coaches, right? <laughs>
1: of course. Yeah, that's why I always get coaching as well. I'm never done. I'm always trying to improve more and more.
0: Absolutely. So then let's talk about some of the the common areas that you help your, your clients with.
1: Sure. So first of all, it's really the mindset and the happiness, just making sure that we're feeling good. And what I try to look for is a 10 out of 10. And what I mean by that is, can you say that, hey, I'm truly happy and fulfilled without even achieving your goals or getting what you want or having all the material success? Can you say, hey, I'm happy? I love myself. I love my life. You know, I don't need anything else to feel complete. This is good. And, you know, even if I only had 10 days to live, right, would I appreciate those 10 days? Would I enjoy those 10 days? Or am I regretting everything and, you know, punishing myself and talking down to myself, criticizing myself for what I didn't do? So once we can land there, then you know, if you feel good about yourself, it's so easy to do the right thing. You don't feel resistance. You don't feel all this pain and trauma hitting you. So it's really just working through all the internal trauma, healing, getting to a place where we feel good and confident in ourselves. And then now we start with the habit change and, you know, the actual routines and the goals, what I like to do is just reverse engineer based on where someone is trying to go. So if they're trying to hit a certain income goal, how much would they need to make per month? How many clients do they need per week? right? How do we attract enough people so that we convert to that? So everything is numbers and logic there, but we can't do that if we're not feeling good. We're just going to look at those numbers, get overwhelmed. Think I can never attract those many people. You know, this is too hard. I'm not good enough. What I used to say to myself was I'm too young. I'm not qualified when I was starting out, you know, six, seven years ago. So all of that work. And then we get into, okay, what's the marketing strategy? You know, how do we run the ads? Like what's the funnel? You know, who do we collaborate with? All of that good stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, I think that's that's super important. Like you said, if you're looking for things to make you happy, those those numbers, those clients, that money, then you're you're not ever gonna be happy. It's always gonna be changing or overwhelming. But if you're already happy, that's gonna be that's the important part. And I think that's what a lot of people don't see there. They're like, one day I'll be happy when I have this, when I do that. But if you work on why you're not happy right now, that's how you, you get those other things. And it's a much more effortless process when you're already happy.
1: Exactly. It's the difference between carrying like a backpack filled with rocks, you know, up the mountain, you're making your journey way harder than it needs to be. You don't need that stuff. It's all unnecessary baggage and weight, and you're hurting and you're in pain because that's there. And it doesn't need to be there. You can make a choice to get rid of it. It takes a bit of time, right? It's not as easy as just letting it all go. Uh, some people say, just let it go and move on, right? It's, I wish, you know, that's just like saying, hey, yeah, if you want to be successful, just do the work. And it's not that easy, but it's worth it. And once you do it, then everything else becomes a lot easier, just like you said.
0: Wow. That's amazing. So then, What's a little bit about the part that comes next? Like you said, the habit changes and like the small things people can do to make a difference.
1: Absolutely. So if I look at my own journey, I can identify what really built my success down to about three things really. And uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about because you'd think it's way more complex than that. It's so much more difficult, but it's really consistency in a few areas. So number one. Making videos every day for a year. It changed me as a person. It gave me character and the ability to speak in front of a camera, in front of a crowd. It led to speaking events. It led to clients. It was the catalyst behind everything. And as you can imagine, if you're making videos every day for a year, you're going to have some bad days where you don't want to make a video, especially when you're bad at it. The first six months were like very miserable for me, but I just did it anyway. I remember I was still drinking alcohol back then. quit alcohol many, many years ago, but I was still drinking. And I remember having to make a video after coming home from a party and I was feeling <laughs> sick to my stomach. I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. Why am I doing this to myself? You know, I should just have a day off. I deserve a day off. You know, I work so hard. I put it, I've been doing videos every day for months now. I deserve this, right? I should just rest. And I remember I'm about to go to sleep. I'm like passing out. And then I just get up. I get this jolt of energy like, nope, nope. You're gonna ruin everything. What are you doing? Just follow through. It's gonna pay off, trust the process, and I did it. And I think days like that, they make or break you. You know, Most people, and me included, by the way, would typically fall off there. But if you just persevere and you push through, it tells you something about yourself, right? It tells you that, hey, I believe in me. I support me, and I feel that I deserve it. By following through, you show yourself that, hey, I'm, I'm serious. And I'm not just going to give up the moment that it's uncomfortable. I don't feel like it. Right. So that's the first one. It's just doing the work and doing it consistently. And then, you know, that's not enough. The second big piece that changed everything for me, and that was about six months in that I started doing that, was look for a collaboration or a promotion or somebody to, you know, work with that can give you more growth and speed things up. Some people call that growth hacking, but it's really just getting in front of another person's audience or sharing your content or whatever you're working on. So that consistent action you're taking is actually being seen by people and you can, you know, grow something off of it. That's why you go on other people's podcasts, you know, that's why you do collaboration and marketing or, or whatever it might be, or why you run ads, but in some way you need to get attention, right. For whatever project you're working on. So getting in front of the right people. And yeah, that, that was the second piece. So every week, I would be doing at least some form of collaboration, whether it was somebody on the same level as me with the same size audience, somebody with a really small audience, somebody with a huge audience that I was you know, thinking was way out of my league. I remember getting promoted by YouTube channels that had 1.5 million subscribers. And I think I had maybe 10,000 or something. And it was this <laughs> moment of, wow, look, you know, all of a sudden I'm gaining 20,000 subscribers in a week. Uh, and it's just absolute craziness. You never thought that could happen. But what led up to that was one little collaboration and another one and another one. And I'd often pay to be promoted by other people too who had big audiences. So I would just invest. And uh, yeah, the final thing was really just taking care of myself. So staying consistent with my morning routine, working out every morning, meditating every morning, because that just kept me in line and tuned in so that I wasn't exhausted and running out of fuel so I could keep doing the things that that really mattered.
0: That was super amazing and helpful that... What you just said, I, I wrote it down as C's, you know, consistency, connection, and care. Um, wow, I love that. <laughs> and I, I mean, I think that's amazing the, the way you, you put all that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to implement this. So that's definitely value for anyone listening. And I really, really appreciate that. So taking that even, even further. So those are the habits that can help you grow in your business quickly and then having that right mindset and being happy. Is there any other piece to that that you work with clients on or that's really helped you in, in your business and or in your life?
1: Absolutely. So I try to think of like a big hit every once in a while. And I would say for me, a big hit minimum once a month. And what I mean by that is I need something that really takes off, right? I need to be on a podcast that has 25,000 downloads per episode, right? Or I need to be (laughs) on the YouTube channel that has a million subscribers, or I need to run an ad and spend 5,000, $10,000 in ad spend to really get some momentum. And the reason why I think like that is because if we just sort of sit there and we do the same thing like I was doing with um, the YouTube videos, podcasts, Facebook, Instagram, doesn't matter what platform you're posting on, you're just consistent. It's not enough in and of itself, right? We need some breakthrough moments that really speed things up because otherwise it's very slow and tedious, right? So what I was looking for was, okay, how can I spend, you know, 500, a thousand in the beginning, right? So, so lower amounts. And then as I grew, okay, how can I spend 10 grand that will really propel things and make me a huge breakthrough that otherwise I might have to wait five years for, right? I've seen people grow YouTube channels and it takes them years and years just to gather like a hundred people who watch their videos consistently, even though they're putting out a video every single week without fail. Now, that really hurts to watch because it's not like they're not putting in the effort. It's not like they're not delivering value. I mean, they're trying, right? They're doing their best and they're, they're trying to be of value, but they're just not getting the attention. You'll often see comments like, oh, this deserves so much more views on people mm. who are doing good work, but they're not getting the recognition. And I was in that category. Now, I'm not saying that you need to have, you know, tens of thousands of views or hundreds of thousands or millions of people watching every piece of content you put out, but it would be good if every once in a while you had a little moment where things really popped off and you got an influx. So that's what we look for. And we look for strategic partnerships. You know, no matter what kind of business you run or what kind of career you're in, there's always a partnership with somebody who can grow you and give you, you know, a leap ahead of everybody else. So instead of just staying with the same old pattern, we want to break it up by having something that really pushes through the norm and elevates us to that next level.
0: Amazing. that That's really good because I do hear consistency a lot, which I think is important because that's where most of us struggle. Like you said, especially if it's something that's uncomfortable, like, you know, showing up on your social media or doing that video, that could be a huge thing and you have to get that foundation. But then after that, doing like investing in yourself, innovating, you know, changing and testing different things. I think that that's a step that I don't hear about as much. So um, and I definitely see how that how that benefits you. And then, of course, I'm a huge fan of, of partnerships and supporting other people and, you know, making those kind of connections because there's, you know, abundance. There's, you know, different clients for all of us. And if we can help each other and work together, I I think that that, you know, it shows our belief in that. And it shows that to the people who are watching and who are like, hey, this person, you know, really believes in what they're doing and they can help. So that's really, really great information. I'm so excited. (laughs) I like you're talking about people and their downloads and their viewers. And I'm just like, all these numbers are huge. I'm um, so happy to have you here today. I don't have those kind of numbers. Um, Maybe one day, but I appreciate you making the time. Um,
1: Of course. And I'm glad. And you're on track, right? If you're staying consistent and you're doing the work, that's already half the battle. Imagine, I mean, I like to take this as an example for myself. Uh, I went on the podcast with John Lee Dumas, who is a pretty big name in the space. It's uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire. It's a pretty big business podcast. And it was like, my hero. You know, I was listening to him when I was starting my business. I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, John, yes, this is what I need to do. I need to implement this marketing strategy. I'm learning so much. And then one day to get that email where it says, Hey, you have been chosen out of hundreds and hundreds of people who apply every month. Congratulations. We're going to have you on the show. Now there was an appearance fee, you know, it's not free. Even if you get selected, you still have to pay to be on. But, you know, let's not talk about the fee in case it changed or anything like that about any kind of weird information. But you know, regardless of what you pay there, let's say that episode nets like 15,000, 20,000 or 30,000 listens. Well, out of those 30,000 people, I think you could get 10 or 20, or maybe even 30 of those to come through and say, raise their hand, I want to work with you. I like what you said on there. This resonates with me. Well, you're probably gonna make back not only the appearance fee, but you're probably gonna collect coaching fees for months as a return of that podcast. Plus it's not done after release. It's still gathering listens throughout the year. So one big move like that, and you're off to the races, right? And you think, wow, I'm barely, you know, I'm barely getting the attention that I want. And you go from that to, I have way more people than I can handle. I don't know what to do anymore. And yes, you know, it costs you or it takes building the relationship. That's good too. But it, it just leads to these big moments where you think this could have never happened to me. Like, why did all of a sudden it just feels almost surreal if you're used to something much smaller than that?
0: Right. Yeah. I'm, I was talking with someone and, and she had gotten a client on Tim Ferriss's show. Wow. And after that, she said that, you know, she was saying how to, it's important to be prepared because he wasn't prepared for the growth. <laughs> and he was like, I can't handle all this. These people coming at me now, and I was like, "Nice problem to have."
1: (laughs) (laughs) The best problem in the world. Whenever I work with clients, I always look at, okay, let's get you so many clients that you don't know what to do anymore, and you're screaming and begging for help, please. How do I deal with this? I don't know. My whole calendar is booked out for a whole month. I don't have any space. What am I supposed to do now? Yeah, that's a good problem to have. And uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I remember the the first time for me when I really realized that I messed up and I got too much attention was. It was a month where I had probably on average 40 to 50 potential clients coming in per week. And I just destroyed my vocal cords. Like I couldn't talk anymore. Plus I was doing a few podcasts, uh, you know, collaborations and YouTube collaborations. So my vocal cords, is just gone. I couldn't speak. <laughs> I remember, you know, I'm with, I'm with my, my family and I'm like, hello guys. Yes, uh, you know, dying. And, and I thought, wow, this is a high quality problem to have. I literally can't take it anymore. So I just had to start saying no and i think um, that's that's a good moment when you realize wow i have
0: too much business that's amazing <laughs> that, that that's really really good and i think very good for those people listening because of you know like we said where where you've come from and how you you were able to you know make these changes and grow in this way so you know what would you say to someone maybe who's listening who thinks that they can't change their mindset, or they can't grow exponentially like that? Well, I'd say you're spending your money and time on something,
1: right? And if you shift where you're spending your money and time, those are the two biggest currencies, I think that really apply, especially if you're trying to have significant growth in a short period of time. It's going, you know, it's always going like we're buying new items all the time, we're spending time with people that maybe aren't, best for us to be around. Maybe we're in environments where we shouldn't really be. It's going somewhere, right? Maybe we're watching content that we shouldn't consume. Maybe it's that Netflix binge, you know, just watching too much of a show or something like that. And I've been guilty of all of it. I was playing games for 16 hours a day before I started this whole thing, uh, you know, six, seven years ago. So nothing wrong with, with having vices or, or things that you do to relax or escape. But could you take an hour of that? and just send out 50 emails to the people that you think would be great to work with. If you get one yes, that's it, you succeeded. And let's say you spend a thousand or 500, or let's even say a few hundred in the beginning to get in front of an audience. And you can take that audience with you to what you do. Then they're gonna listen and see all the value that you've been providing this whole time. And then some of those people will probably turn into customers and clients. So yeah, it's just shifting the mindset from this can't happen to me, I'm not worth this, uh, I don't deserve it, there are people who are better than me, why should people listen to me, et cetera. We have all of those, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just letting go of that and saying, hey, let's try, let's just see what happens. What happens if I let myself, right? Because it's most of the time, it's not. it's not the strategy or the thing, it's just this internal block that says, I'm not ready yet. I remember when I had anxiety, I would say, well, once my anxiety goes away, I'll start talking to people and socializing, I swear. Or once my anxiety goes away, I'll start recording videos. Yeah, yeah, once my anxiety goes away, then I can live my life. And it's the opposite. It's like, live your life and your anxiety goes away. Now, sure, do some inner work too. It makes it a lot easier. But okay. the principle is that if you just do the thing, right? If, if you just send out 100 emails or Instagram DMs or whatever it might be, uh, you know, networking with people who might have that potential audience for you, there's your big breakthrough. One person says yes, they're looking for a guest or they're looking for somebody to do something with. You offer value in a unique way, boom, done. Or appearance fee, even quicker, even easier. So yeah, I try not to get stuck in my head too much. And when I work with clients too, they'll often say things like, well, I'm not ready yet. I've only put out you know 10 episodes of my YouTube show or I don't have enough experience with clients. I I don't feel ready to deliver a program that's this high ticket, right? So the price feels overwhelming. I can't charge that. And the truth is that you'll never feel like 100% ready unless you're just, you know, so in your comfort zone that it's easy. And that means you shouldn't be doing that. You're playing too small, right? That means you should ask for more or go further and higher. You should always be reaching and growing because that's how you know you're headed in the right direction. If you're not feeling uncomfortable... You know, if you're not feeling out of your league, right, that's always how how I try to feel like I'm out of my league. This is out of my depth. These guys are way bigger. I don't know what I'm doing here. Why am I here? That's good. That means I'm in the right place.
0: Right. I love that. That's a really great way to look at that. I. I that's fantastic. I kind of just want to sit with that now. <laughs> but we have a show to put on. So <laughs> now that everyone who's listening wants to work with you what do you have going on right now? Kind of what is the process and how do they reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So like I talked about earlier, you know, we work on the mindset and happiness first, then we go into, you know, the emotional mastery make sure we're feeling good going into everything. Then we get the habits and the routines, right. Following through so that we get the goal aligned and everything. Yeah. then we got, you know, we got the part where we actually grow the business and we get the tangible results and we use all the strategies and all kinds of ads and collabs and, you know, tricks and tips and all that. And I go in depth. I have clients who have reached like a million subscribers on YouTube, way bigger than myself, by the way. Right. And then I have people who have a few hundred thousand followers and people who have smaller audiences who are still doing full-time income and even six figures from their side hustle. Even some of them still have a job. I don't know why I often tell them to quit, (laughs) but you know, some people wouldn't do it that way. It's all kinds of different uh, entrepreneurs and, and people, but yeah, it's eraphael.com. That's where I do. I still do free consultations. So I don't know how long I can keep doing them for. I always get overbooked and overfilled. And I always have more clients than I plan on having because I get quite a lot of traffic from different channels, but I still do free consultations. And whenever I don't have space, I try to put people on the waiting list. So if it's open and there's space, then it just go and sign up there. And then if there's no room, the waiting list,
0: and then you'll get an email as soon as there's space. Amazing. I think everyone is is going right now. <laughs> but we'll definitely also put that in the, in the show notes for them. So you have shared so much, lots of value. I have things I'm going to put into practice already. So is there anything that you would like to, you know, talk about for the listeners or just any maybe last words for them um, today? Yeah, so I would say,
1: you know, give yourself The gift, first of all, of taking care of yourself so that you feel good, deal with anything that's holding you back, deal with anything that you just, the reason why you can't do it, right? Handle that, handle that thing that's blocking you from taking action and following through on what your dream is and what you really want and uh, be done with it. You know, don't, don't keep using it as a reason, as an excuse, deal with it and then move forward and do the actual action. And, you know, give yourself the chance to, because what I was doing was putting myself down a lot. And just assuming that i wasn't going to be better than x y and z or this big name in the industry so if you could just try for a while and i don't mean a week or two weeks i don't mean like you know even three four months i mean a few years of really going for the thing that you want Uh, if you don't do that i think you're cheating yourself and you're cheating the world because there are people who you could impact and affect and change their life for the better in one way or another with whatever it is that you're doing so just go for it. Because I know I could have still been playing video games for 16 hours a day, wasting my time feeling miserable. You know, it was fun for a little while, don't get me wrong, but probably don't want to be coping. So just get out of that and start moving. And before you know it, you'll be pretty happy with where you are.
0: Wow, that was that's amazing. And thank you so much for for sharing all of that. And for um, your time today, we I know the, the listeners appreciate it and I do as well. Thank you for having me on, Lisa. It was super fun. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, everyone, you've heard quite a bit today, and I hope that you're able to take some of it and put it into practice and live more vibrantly. And if you know it resonated with you, please reach out to Raphael and, you know, take that step and and change your life to what you're wanting. All right. See you next time.